the Go Radio Football Show, keeping you up to date as the build-up to the new season begins. Let's go! And this is Paul Cooney in the sunshine of Glasgow, 25 degrees, and with me, a man from the Sunshine Coast. It could only be the former Australian international, the Rangers star, Craig Moore. Craig, great to see you. How are you? Very well. Um, good to be in, but you're right. Uh, what about the weather that we have been getting, although there was... Some, some rain, just a little bit of rain the other yeah. night for the Scotland match. There was indeed, wasn't it bizarre? <laughs> you were there, we'll still talk Scotland. 12 points out of 12. Craig, the headlines now, we are 22 hours and 56 minutes away from the arrival of Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. The media conference tomorrow at four o'clock. He's had his hair cut today. I see that's one of the things. So yeah. there's, the, uh, there's the news there. Is it going to be a close shave? I'm sure he'll be here on time. Brendan Rodgers will be in Glasgow. Meet the media and ultimately the fans then tomorrow afternoon from four as Rangers have appointed a new academy director it's the Belgian Zeb Jacobs what do you know about him Craig? Well, he's been he's been in the building Zeb Jacobs uh, previously was the head of coaching at Royal Antwerp he come across to, to Rangers um, and was also in that head of coaching role within the academy and he steps up to be the, the new academy director so look it's uh, an area that he has experience in uh, Paul and it's also it's a promotion from within um, so again, I guess clear in regards to you know knowing exactly what Rangers want to deliver. I think the biggest thing in that academy space is, is trying to prepare players that can make that transition to first team football. Your name was mentioned by some people for the job. Are you yeah. disappointed, or uh, you didn't ever give uh, it any credence? But... Not for the academy director. Yeah. Obviously, the sporting director position, which, which still hasn't uh, been filled yet. Uh, but the name um, at the end of that certainly won't be my name, Paul. 0808 17 17 700 we would hate to lose you here from the Go Radio Football Show uh, and I've got some news for you yes. on Monday night on the show it's going to be two people together who starred for Rangers and Celtic and never played in the same team it's your own Barry Ferguson yes. and Neil Lennon the former Celtic Northern yeah. Ireland international mm-hmm. he was a played so much at Celtic he yeah. was the manager as well so much success mm-hmm. left a couple of years ago Neil Lennon Barry Ferguson a special this Monday Go Radio Football Show 5-7 to seven. that should be brilliant you do well to, to keep them apart no yeah. no I'm, I'm, I'm only joking Look, <laughs> on they, the pitch yes they, they yeah. loved, they, they yeah. loved a, a good hard contest on the field um, but, but Neil Lennon you know and I know speaking to Barry and also my dealings with Neil away from the football side of things a, a really really great guy um, he's been linked to a lot of um, job opportunities mm-hmm. so it'd be interesting to see um, and that should be a cracking show it really should there's a few still active so he's going to be back in management probably there's yeah. a lot on the go we'll find out more on Monday night 5-7 to hour special Barry Ferguson and Neil Lennon be fascinating those two yeah. what was it like once they went up the tunnel. We'll ask them on Monday. Other headlines tonight, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. um, Australian international star Aaron Moy, Celtic's Aaron Moy, yeah. there are reports today, it's not uh, confirmed, uh-huh. that he could be retiring early. Now, this is an if button, maybe we don't know. Yeah. 12 months left in his contract. Yeah. What do you think was yeah, your insight? Yeah, I mean, again, I've, I've, I mean, I'll probably I'll try and, and I have touched base with Aaron Moy, not heard anything as of yet. Look, Paul, he's, he's 32 years of age, so he's still at a very good age yeah. in terms of... Yeah. Um, you know what he's able to continue to to contribute. I was a, a big admirer, and I guess as a Rangers supporter, was a little bit worried when he came into Celtic, mm-hmm. knowing exactly what what kind of job uh, he could do. I think the Celtic supporters seen that throughout the the season. Um, yeah, no, look, it would be a surprise for me. Um, there's no there's no doubt about that because I I still think that he has so much uh, so much more that he can give. 
Tommy Roshik surprised everyone. What was that two yeah. years ago now? When he left, still whatever he was, 27, 28. Yeah. Or was that a year ago? Because Tommy's only 30 years old. Exactly, well. yeah. yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. Mm. We heard this afternoon Celtic have signed Auden Tiago home. Okay. Uh, five year deal. So mm. he's a young player, a project they talk about. What do you know about him? This is a lad from Valorenga, he, 20 years of age. So mm. in terms of, you know, touching on that kind of project uh, type, Paul, look, Celtic like to, uh, I guess, identify talent uh, of a really good age. Uh, that certainly fits that mould. Um, but look, he's been playing first team at, at Valorenga, uh, central midfield, attacking midfield kind of position. Um, that will certainly give Celtic added depth. Uh, I don't think it's a player that's going to come into the, the starting lineup necessarily from, from day one. Um, he's played 10 games in, in the, the, the league in Norway this season who played calendar year, so they were active. So Celtic will have a player that comes in um, day one being match fit, which is, which is key. Celtic have also reportedly launched a transfer. You know, we know it's the middle of summer now, yeah. so a transfer bid for Gang One winger Yang Hyun Jun, according to reports yeah. in the Scottish Sun from South Korea. So, you know, they've got O, of course, last week. Yeah. Didn't do too well. He apologised for missing to great chances for them but we don't know much about this player but it wouldn't surprise you still Celtic in the Asian market this is an interesting point right? uh, for me because I guess after Ange moving on um, you know he's been the the man that obviously has, has kind of brought the Asian yeah. market or reignited the Asian market for Celtic Football Club uh, so I guess there was always going to be questions or my interest will that continue um, and going off these these fresh reports it certainly seems to be that, that Celtic want to keep the the Asian connection, the Asian pathway is still well and truly alive for identifying the right players to come to the football club. And for Rangers, I see Nico Raskin saying that the 3-0 win over Celtic mm -hmm. towards the end of the season um, gives them a good feeling, good vibes, he said, for next term. Vibes, that's quite an Australian thing, isn't it? Vibes, vibes. vibes. yeah. yeah all, all the young ones are they do, the vibe. coming out with a yeah. vibe. Yeah, good vibe, good they vibe. give you a good vibe. I, I know you talked about it at the time. It certainly didn't do Rangers any harm. No, nah, nah, look, I mean, I understand exactly what uh, Raskin is, is saying there. Uh, Raskin has been impressive in, in terms of his uh, early start to his Rangers career, but he'll also learn very quickly that, that good vibes and, and winning important high-pressure matches is what will, um, you know, I guess have the, the fans really kind of loving uh, his work. And the challenge is for Rangers, Paul, we've we touched on it many a time, uh, there's never a dead rubber old firm match, but it's as, as dead a rubber you were going to get at the end of the season. Rangers need to to be able to, I guess, put those those big victories and those high-pressure matches. Um, that's where the fans will really like, grow to like their players. Nigerian striker, we talked about him for a few days, Cyril Deserves. Yes. Now, it looked as though that had cooled, mm. the chance of him coming to Rangers, Cremonese, not mm -hmm. too keen on that. They're asking for, what, um, over £7 million. Yeah, which is but a lot of money. But yeah, apparently today the player is saying, making noises, that he's not against coming to Ibrox if the price is right. Well, I, I, I guess if you're in that situation, Paul, you always try to keep your options open, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, this Cremonese have been relegated, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, so, look, Cremonese would definitely be looking to, to do business. But um, I'm sure that Rangers aren't the only club that, that um, are in there trying to, trying to get this particular player. So be interesting to see how it plays out. And Bild, you've played in Germany. Uh, they're saying that Antonio Cholak is a candidate, potential transfer candidate for Werder Bremen. Big yep. club. What do you think of that one? I mean, Cholak, his scoring record for Rangers is superb. Yeah, look, Cholak for me seems like a wonderful professional. He'd done everything that was asked of him in terms of you know, coming into a new club. Um, scoring goals immediately, uh, but I, but I still feel that 
as a lot of Rangers players, if the, the right money was was there on the table for Rangers um, and Werder Bremen, look, the, the Bundesliga, Paul, is a, uh, is a very, very good league. Um, so you just, you can never say never. You, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it were to happen. He's a great professional. If he's at Rangers, fantastic. If he moves on, that's also good for the club, I think. In the women's game, I'm just seeing that Joe Potter is the new women's coach replacing Malky Thompson. So there's a lot of activity in the background, isn't it? Queen's Park in the market today. A couple of signings as well. We'll tell you more. So much activity goes on. Is this the busiest time of the season for the, you know, the transfer department, for the recruitment department? Yeah, look, very much so. I mean, that, there's a lot of work that's been done prior to, to, to actually getting to the window, Paul. But when everybody thinks that, that football's asleep and everyone's on holiday, there's a lot of people that are working extremely hard behind the scenes uh, to make sure they can try and get their players uh, over the line. And, and getting business done early is key. It really is. To get people in that door uh, first day of training, I think it's very important for any football club. So how are you feeling then? Where will we go? So much to talk about. Mm -hmm. You're the first person who yeah. spoke about Ange Postacoglu. Yes. I want to, you know, I know you want to not, not quite pay tribute to him, but he was a phenomenal. What mm -hmm. do you think of Brendan Rodgers coming? What does that mean from a Rangers perspective as a former Rangers star? What do you feel? But shall we take the first call? Because I'm really interested to hear what this man thinks of the transfer of or the arrival of Brendan Rodgers. Is Reagan is on the line. We haven't spoken for a few weeks. Good evening, Reagan. Oh, it's good, Dylan. Thank you for having me on. Well, you know, Reagan, my son, Paul, said the other day, Dad, what's Reagan saying about the arrival of Brendan Rodgers? And I loved that. Yeah. So, yeah. Reagan, what do you feel? Um, I, th I think Brendan's the, the box of disappointment, uh, Paul, and I think Brendan Rodgers is a, is a big statement for Celtic because I think when you look at it, Paul, Celtic have improved massively getting Brendan Rodgers in because... I'd probably with a very good manager, but Brendan Rodgers, I think he's a big, big step up for Ange Postecoglou as well because what he did at Leicester has been a bit, a bit taken back a bit because he got Leicester to twenty Cup final against yeah. Manchester City and beat them by one goal to nil. So yeah, I think he's done very, very well. I think it's, I think it's a great, a great appointment by Dermot Desmond and. Peter Lovell and uh, Michael Nicholson. Michael Nicholson, yeah, Michael Nicholson yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Craig, uh, what's your thoughts? For me, clearly, uh, Brendan Rodgers was the best candidate out there. Um, so for me, it made a lot of sense. Uh, for Celtic supporters, uh, I'm pretty sure for the majority uh, of those supporters will be really excited um, by Brendan coming back to the football club. Uh, he enjoyed some some really good times, some great successes at the football club. And like Regan uh, mentioned, the job that he'd done at Leicester, uh, a lot of people, I guess, won't, uh, I guess, applaud him too much on that. But to finish, I think it was fifth a couple yeah, of seasons twice. in, the, in yeah. the, the Premiership yeah. was absolutely incredible. It really was. Uh, you know, to have the successes uh, oh. in terms of you know, playing European football, he, he had a, a cup success as well, he I did, believe. He had yeah, the FA Cup, yeah, as you know, Regan was saying. So, yeah. so, I mean, he won the FA Cup. That's, that, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, in terms of top top coaches, uh, box office, Regan, I, I, t I totally agree with you. I'm also, as a Rangers supporter, uh, I'm, I'm quite excited. I, I'm also quite excited by it. I'm, I'm actually pleased that, um, that Celtic have appointed uh, someone that there's absolutely no doubt is, is going to test and... and, and put Rangers under pressure to keep trying to improve and um, 
and, and that needs to be significant from last season. So that's Michael Beale's mm. challenge. So, and, and do you think that will up, make the Rangers directors think, hey, we need to maybe even up the game from what we're going to give the manager? Absolutely. Yeah. I, like I've always said, and people might, listeners might have their, their own opinion, Are you going to be interested to know yours. But Rangers and Celtic, they, 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 they thrive together or they struggle together. For me, it's very much that if that competition is always there and, and, and both clubs trying to do outdo out, out one another, I think it's great for um, for football here in Scotland and certainly for the league. Regan? Yeah, I think, I think like Craig was saying there, uh, when Stephen Gerrard was here in uh, New England, Scottish football thrived and I think when you look at last season, Giovanni Van Bronco's got Rangers to the European final. Celtic brought in uh, Ajpo's Congo Craig knows very well did very well so I, I think I can only improve people and I think for Ajpo's Congo I think it shows them that as well that Scottish football is a great place to go pal it's a great place to show that there's great managers here to go and improve How do you think the fans are going to be about Brendan Rodgers not every one of them are going to love it we saw the Green Brigade the other day reissue you know that uh Message from four years ago when he left, but I, I, well, I'm not going to answer it for you. Um, but it seems to have changed because Ange, who was also loved, mm -hmm. has gone from the football club. I mean, he has gone. Yeah. He did an amazing job, five trophies out of six. So, Reagan, how, how do you think he's going to be received? Um, I think he's going to be very good, Paul. I think sometimes, I think sometimes football fans can be very cynical, Paul, mm -hmm. because what, at the end of the day, Celtic are a massive club. Brendan Rodgers won seven trophies out of seven trophies. He did the best he could. Then he went to Leicester. So I think if you're a Celtic supporter, it's okay to acknowledge that Celtic are doing very well and Brendan's come back. And I think Brendan's come back on the assurances that he's going to spend a lot of money as well. Yeah, the, the small, the, look, the very, very smallest amount will never, unfortunately, be a supporter. But that's a very, very small amount. The, at the end of the day, the currency, Regan, as you know, mate, up here is success, is winning trophies. And the moment Brendan is in a, in a situation where he's winning games and, and you're putting yourself in a position where you're lifting trophies, we know it's the same, both sides of the fence. That's, that's what the fans want. That's actually really all they want. And someone that can represent and communicate well from their football clubs. Is it good news as well, Craig, for Scottish football? The profile, I mean, they loved it when it was Brendan Rodgers versus Stephen Gerrard, yeah. true? Yeah. And um, Brendan Rodgers is such a big name. Mm -hmm. Is he an elite manager? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually no doubt uh, in, in regards to um, the job that he, he firstly um, achieved um, mm. and carried out at Celtic before he moved on to Leicester. And again, every single club uh, form of success is, is different. You know, like Rangers, Celtic, success is winning trophies, winning every game. Uh, but down in the premiership against the big boys, uh, for what Brendan was able to yeah. achieve with Leicester, it does for me make him an elite manager, yes. And of course, the money has run out. There's also the financial play, fair, fair play. I mean, he virtually had no money last summer last season, against yeah. a, you know, a backdrop where you've got nation states you know, providing the money yep. for the football yep. clubs. Regan, what did you want to ask Craig? Craig, I don't know if you agree, but I think Celtic Rangers fans should just, should just treat the managers like players. See, like a, a like player that goes to Celtic, yep. you expect them to be there for 12 months and then go. Mm -hmm. I think we need to do that with the same thing with managers. See if a manager does well. Yep. I think it's okay to go. If he's there for 12 months, just accept that he's going to travel now, then he's going to go because at the end of the day, these managers are here to be 
professional manager for my year, including the Lobs Celtic Rangers. Yeah, I mean, look, Eureka, you're spot on. And, and look, times have changed uh, in regards to, I guess, the way that we, we all look at football as a player um, or, or, or as a successful coach. Um, and, and look, at the end of the day, like I said, Scotland, as great as a, a league that we have here, and we've got stories by the day, uh, which is fantastic. It's still a platform for people to, to go and show how good they are um, and the time does come, unfortunately, where they, they go to bigger money markets, and we, we shouldn't we yeah. shouldn't be ashamed by that. That's just part of the the process. And as long as as, as long as we're able to maximise um, the right amount of money that then comes back into the game, that then comes back into the football clubs, that's where we're at today. And I, I have no issue with that. I think it's it's just the way that football has moved forward. Yeah, well. Yep, Alan's been on asking you, Craig. What's success for Ange Postacoglu? Quick one. What's he going to do, do you think, in the next year or two? Is it, to, is it going to be top six? Is it going to be Champions League? I mean, we don't know the shape yeah. of the team. We don't know about Harry Kane or yeah. whatever. What do you feel? You know Ange well. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, definitely top six. Uh, premiership will, will be something that not only that Ange will be striving for, I'm pretty sure that's uh, what the, the, the money man at Tottenham will clearly be looking for. Um, and, and, a, and a run. Uh, I'm saying a run. It's not, no, actually not a run. Um a cup, a cup to, to lift a, a cup, I think for me, would be uh, considered to be a successful season for Ange. Look, we have no doubt in terms of what we're going to see in terms of the playing style. Yeah. We've all seen it firsthand up here. Yeah. Uh, he'll have a little bit more money and opportunity in terms of uh, the money that will be available. But you're up against clubs yeah. that are spending a lot more money. Exactly. Uh, yeah. and, and look, there's a few clubs, Paul, that you know for a, for a fact are going to be better yeah. next season than what they've put up this season. And they're like the bigger clubs. Yeah. You know, the likes of your Chelsea's. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a great test. Top six and a cup for me is huge success for Dan's Postacoglu at Spurs. Regan, you like your Tottenham as well? Yeah, I'm just hoping to get that trophy. Paul, because like it's no uh, Tottenham, I've known my trophy in 22 years, so I just hope to get that trophy. I, I just wanted to add one more thing on the, on the Scotland thing, Paul. And yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, Regan. So how did you feel? Were you there the other night? Yeah, yeah, yeah Paul, I was at Hamden, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Paul, 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 uh, Paul what, what, so what happened was I got out of the car uh -huh. and then it started raining and I went straight back, sat down in the car yeah. and I put, on the, I put on the radio and it was 1-0 one, one to, to Scotland and I thought, I'm, I'm probably going to stay here until the rain goes off. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> oh, what a night, so wasn't it? But you got out so and then saw the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, Sorry, Regan. I, I, I was the same, mate. I, I got myself there nice and early. Yeah. I thought I'd stop in for the quiet pint. Mm -hmm. By the time I'd ordered my pint of Guinness, I come out, it was absolutely steaming down. Oh, my God. Uh, Where did you go? Oh, the, Where is it you? the clock? The clock? Yeah, the of clock? course. Yeah, it's yeah. just there. Yeah. And then um, they're, they're handing out plastic bags and all that sort of stuff to, really? to, yeah, to, yeah. to get across That's to, an the, improvement to the, the match. <laughs> mate, uh, <laughs> flippers and snorkel is what yeah. I needed, mate. Oh, my God. What but about what performance? Amount? What about Scotland? Oh, what has happened to us, Regan? It's final word. We're going to a break, but what would you say to Stevie Clark and to the team and the fans and the ground staff and the ball boys? Oh, incredible. Yeah, Paul, I think the ground staff does ever... I think the ground staff did, 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 did have a big round of applause because what, what, what they managed to do was incredible. And Scotland on the park, I think Steve Clark did a fantastic job. Everybody knows their job and I think we're going to go to Germany in 2024. And by the way, Reagan, a special, special mention must go to the uh, the match day uh, speaker. Oh. 
The DJ Cause, then Because, uh, by yeah. the way, he put a few messages out that certainly didn't go down too well with the supporters there, eh? like an hour and a I half know. before sure. it come back yeah, out. So uh, the atmosphere, the Scottish people, as we know, mate, they, they, they just kept in it. They kept themselves in there. They kept supporting. And when, when Scotland come running back out again, the, the noise was incredible. It really was. Thank you. Thanked them for their efforts. Thanked them for 12 points. Told them to enjoy themselves and see you in September. See you in September, Rig, and we'll see you before that great call tonight. Thanks for calling 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show, bringing you the latest transfer news as the countdown to the new season gets underway. Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Paul Cooney here with Craig Moore, the Australian legend. Won't go through all his clubs, but the Rangers fans loved him after his two spells. Don't know if they loved him. Eventually. Oh, eventually. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but that was a great example, wasn't it? First time round, you didn't quite get it going the no, way you did. No. You went to Crystal Palace, came back, and what a run you had. Part of the success of uh, Rangers nine in a row. Yeah, you know what? It's... Um, I educate a lot of the players now that I'm that I'm representing. Uh, it doesn't always come easy and people are not always patting you on the back saying how great you are, Paul. It's about being a strong character and being able to get through the tough times. Odin Holm, Thiago, he's called himself, of course, after the great Thiago. Um, he's joined Celtic. He is the first signing of the Brendan Rodgers era. Could you imagine if you were away a few weeks ago and you just tuned in, you know, you'd been away and you suddenly hear, the Brendan Rodgers era, are you kidding? Oh, he's thinking... back in Glasgow. It's box office, isn't it? Yeah, no, it, it is. And look, again, I think, you know, sometimes uh, when you're, you're you're speculating in terms of the, the the candidates going on, this this one made sense, didn't it? Yeah. You know, from from day dot, as soon as it came out in the media, you go, you know what? Yeah, that's that's what they should be doing. Uh, common sense, obviously, has, has has played its role here. And Celtic have got themselves a very very experienced manager who he, he'll be looking to improve, which you have to do. I think that's that's an area where Rangers did fall over uh, when they won the the title a few years ago. Um, Brendan straight away will be looking to improve upon already what was in place. And Celtic got caught out the year before because they held on to players who, Edward, etc., yeah, who yeah. wanted to go. They didn't, I think it was time for them to go. But because of 10 in a row looming, yes. the chance of it, I think they kept players that normally they would have turned them over, got yeah. money in and got new ones. But you'd be criticised then, wouldn't you? If you let them go and they, they didn't win the 10, who would run the football clubs? It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I it mean, is. But, but both, both teams have kind of, I guess, maybe had harsh learnings over the, the, the last three to five years. Same kind of thing. You'd take the wages though, wouldn't you? At the top of the football clubs. <laughs> you do well. Damn, we know that's not the case right through the game. Elsewhere yeah. in the divisions, in the women's game. Ah, yeah, There's not yeah. enough money in it here in Scotland. But let's hope this gives more attention to the game. And, yeah. and it will do inevitably to the audiences on Absolutely. radio and on Sky yeah. and, and on the television and in the media as well. So Brendan Rogers will be in front of the media tomorrow at four o'clock. Um, with Ange going, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people have sent him messages and have heard back privately from him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtic fans absolutely they loved him yes. with him gone Rangers would have thought this this is uh, bring it on mm-hmm. I would imagine yeah. yeah. and I heard what yeah. you said that this could uh, make sure that Rangers spend even more or get themselves ready Michael Bill what a year it's going to be for him his first full year in charge what do you think he is thinking is he thinking ready good bring it on I think so uh, and, and that's exactly the way that Michael w- would would need to be thinking yeah. as all his players and everybody at the football club. Um, you know, the challenge was to try and close the gap already on what was, uh, you know, a, a pretty substandard season yeah. for Rangers. Mm. Okay, they finished off the season uh, well enough, but that's forgotten about. It's starting the season well um, and putting yourself in a position where you can win football matches. I think a lot of people thought that when Ange was leaving, depending on who, on who was going to come in, that it could be t- potential chaos again yeah. at Celtic. Mm. 
Now, the appointment of Brendan Rodgers means that clearly that's not going to be the case. Stability, someone that knows a football club and will look to, to make improvements. So it, it kind of makes for a very, very exciting season, Paul. It really does. Let's look at both clubs. Rangers uh, first, I've got it here. Sam Lammers from Atalanta, three and a half million. You know, we've all been talking about he's not an out-and-out striker. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think he's going to fit in? I guess the question will be who will be the number one striker alongside him? Yeah, uh, look, uh, sometimes you, you can get bogged down in, in, in stats and how many goals yeah. have been scored and, and they, they come to a country and feel really loved and, and score 30-plus goals. So I think we're, we're, we're Lammers. Uh, he hasn't had an unbelievable goal scoring record leading in. But again, teams that dominate the ball, Paul, and create a lot of opportunities, you should you should be in a position where you're scoring 15, 20 goals at Rangers or Celtic. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. If you don't, then unfortunately, you're going to go into the probably wasn't successful box. Category. Yeah. Kieran Dow, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, signing from Norwich on the yep. free transfer. Dujon Sterling, Chelsea under 21, free transfer. Is that a project or would you expect him to come in? Uh, look, this is a player that I believe has um, versatility, so I can fill a lot of positions across the back four. Um, maybe even can sit in front. I'm not 100% I'm not sure, but yeah. I know he has that flexibility. Again, good age. Yeah, is it a project? It's Sometimes the, the, the risk when, when it's a free and it's a younger player who's had good education, Paul, yeah. and, and when you're talking about the, you know, the background of this player, good education, um, we've seen the upside. Sometimes it can be huge. What about Jack Butland? Happy with that? Just before you went off, we spoke about it. Yeah. Looked as though it would be on then, it was off. Yeah. He's here, what, six foot five, six foot six? Yeah, look, for me, I feel a little bit for McCrory, yeah. if I'm honest, mm -hmm. because he, you know, he's come in, I guess, and answered um, all the questions that, that, that maybe the manager or, or people at the club had, and, and also for the supporters, he's, he's come in and looked imp impressive. Um, but the the... What, what happens at every football club is there's two players to challenge for every position. Look, Rangers were in a situation to get Butland, who for me was um, a great bit of business, Paul. Um, yeah. You know, this is a goalkeeper that does have great experience, mm. that has been at the very, very top level and will still have that bit between the teeth and want to show exactly what he's made of. So I think it's a good signing. I do feel a little bit for McCrory, but that challenge is there for him now again. Yeah, and he could he could learn from him, but he may get. You never know. You'd imagine though Butland would start. Yes. Yeah, he would do. Uh, players out, Ryan Kent has got a club. Fenerbahce has yep. gone there. Uh, without a club, Alan McGregor. Do you think Alan will hang up the gloves? What's the word from your old teammates? I would think so. I, yeah. I don't tend to annoy uh, Griggsy too much, but no. just my feeling would be that he's not going to go down the levels mm. uh, and, and obviously uh, finishing up, I think he would like to finish out at the very, very top. Philip Hollander, of course, been injured so much. Scott Arfield, is he going to America? Probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I would, I would laugh when I was hearing like Hearts and Falkirk. If I'm honest, yeah. that might be two years, three years down the line as a coach. Certainly not as a player. Even Hearts, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I, I, no. don't, I don't think so. No. Okay, and Alfredo Morelos, we haven't mentioned him for ages. Mm -hmm. Still no club. What's the word? I mean, this was the guy that was what 15 million pound player three years ago. Yeah, well, and and again, like I says, it's um, he, he may fall into something. Um, he will fall into something but I think he, he could have been in a far better position yeah. but I mean he, he contributed to the football club he finished on the way that maybe wasn't ideal but he'll, he'll find a new club Paul for Celtic so going through the team 
Brendan Rodgers a £30 million pound to £35 million, they're saying yeah. that could well be the case we'll know that we'll find out more tomorrow they're not going to say what the because if a club says we've got X amount to spend then mm. whatever other clubs were thinking they want more money what do you think it's going to be the goalkeeper is Joe Hart going to get somebody alongside him to challenge him maybe to take over the number one or would that be unfair what do you feel no I don't think it would be unfair but I, again I don't feel that Celtic would go out and spend a huge amount of money uh, on someone to, to challenge Hart I, I think you look at uh, Celtic or Brendan will probably be thinking about potentially what could I lose mm -hmm. yeah so O'Reilly is one that's been mentioned all the time about potentially uh, you know having clubs that are interested sure. what was he a, uh, a million and a half I say whatever he goes for yeah. will be great business yeah. and it will be eventually it, yeah. it, it will happen uh, Kyogo obviously there's going to be natural links to, to Spurs can oh, you see him going to no, no. no. why I, look, I'll tell you why um, I don't think he's top end for the premiership no? No. Uh, and, and for where Ange will need to get to, wants to get to, is top end, uh, top six. Uh, and, and therefore, uh, you know, mid to, to lower, I don't think would suit Kyogo either in terms of maybe the opportunities, the chances that, that, that become available. His work rate will never, ever change. He, he, he's a fantastic professional. Mm -hmm. But I have my doubts about top end in England. Okay. Uh, Maeda would probably suit more, right. in my opinion, yep. just because of his ability. Um, his pace. Yeah. His ability to run and and repeat efforts, yeah. that's a big part of the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, where else? Hatati. So, you know, it's Hatati paper chalk at the well. moment. You could yeah. see him maybe going, maybe not Tottenham, but somewhere. Just that it sounds as though he could mm -hmm. be on, on the move. Yeah, again, like I said, I think Celtic are more, you've got to have plans in place for potentially what comes next. I mean, how how how, how big was Carter Vickers for, for Celtic all season? I know he had sure. a little injury at the end mm -hmm. of the season. Yeah. Uh, you know, but these are the kind of players, due to their performances, Paul, you know, for, for the football club and what they've achieved, you're always going to have interest out there. Uh, look, Brendan has got a fantastic network. There's absolutely no yeah. doubt that um, when he has to strengthen, uh, which he'll be looking to do anyway, or replace, I'm pretty sure that uh, he'll be uh, in a good position and know exactly what needs to come in. More importantly, the character that are, you know that is required at Celtic. Of course, and he'll be looking for someone alongside Callum McGregor. It's a slightly different style of play, isn't it? With Angus, never stops, get the ball forward mm -hmm. so quickly. Not so much under Brendan Rodgers. Likes to attack, likes to be offensive, but it's different. Yeah, yeah. it's just maybe a little bit um, more patient. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the, the end goal is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas, you're right, Angus was probably a little bit... Uh, Let's get there as quick as we can. But saying that, as quick as we can in the safest possible way uh, through playing good football. Uh, whereas Brendan potentially, uh, and again had to adapt the game uh, when he was at Leicester, is uh, there's a little bit more patience, I guess, required. His first season when he came to Celtic, they won everything, mm -hmm. invincible season. And you felt that he really had a control of that football club that nobody had since the days of Martin O'Neill. Yeah. Um, and maybe that he didn't quite have so much control yeah. as the seasons went on and then you know he disappeared what four years ago and four months ago mm -hmm. um, but he's back um, it's going to be fascinating isn't it the first game which is at Ibrox the, not the first game of the season yeah, yeah. but from the big two it's going to be some game and I see James Bisgrove is saying at a fans forum it's mm -hmm. reported that he doesn't think he, he doesn't see it going back to the, alloc the away allocation that it used to be four or five years ago yeah, and again, I guess mixed feelings for me a little bit because I had that experience as a player playing, whether it be home or away, and and, and the away supporters, mm. I think, that make uh, the contest even greater. Um, but, you know, 
I can see where clubs are potentially headed. I mean, there was also discussions about potentially adding new seats uh, to the corners. The corners, fill it all in. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I mean, for me, I, I would like to see that mix of supporters, obviously a certain amount. You're not going to go yeah. back to the days of 50-50 split. But it looks as if it's 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 going away from us, not coming closer. What happened to the summer break? Doesn't seem to happen, what, does what it? Summer break because obviously with Scotland the other day. I mean, that's yeah. the players. Some of them finishing up well yesterday because yeah. they didn't leave Hamden until after no, no. midnight. Some of them went to play at the Andy Robertson, the AR Twenty Six, his charity event up at Glen Eagles. Raised raised a lot of money for mm. homeless people in the area and young people. So it just never stops, does it? Especially for the international players. Yeah, you know. Um, they they will probably get a, a break, but again, it's one of those ones where I think I've seen something about Porteous where he's going to go into Watford day dot um, mm-hmm. because you feel as if you miss out. Mm-hmm. Also, in in terms of you know, especially if you're the new boy, new boy fighting for your position. Um, but yeah, the international players, the good ones, look, they kept active all season, year in year out. So you have got to take your hat off, Paul, because to be able to do that. You've got to be very dedicated and make a lot of sacrifices along the way. It's going to be some... Yeah, it's changed, hasn't it? It's it's so short. It's going to be some season coming up. This was the most unusual one because of the World Cup. It made it a longer season, of course. This time last week, people were speculating about John Kennedy going as part of Ange's backroom team Mm -hmm. uh, to Tottenham. It's not the case. He's Mm -hmm. staying at Celtic, an improved offer. Um, What what does that say to you that he's staying with Brendan? (sighs) Look, I think that... Eventually, he has to be his own his own man. Um, now he, he he will only know when is the right time. Uh, but I've seen something similar, and, and again, a great name in football, a fantastic person, Terry, Terry McDermott okay. at Newcastle, when he paraded with uh, it must have been five or six different managers. In the end, I think that the supporters even go, well, you know, like is he actually something that's positive for the football club, or is it a negative for the football club? So I, I think that that. That little thing is out there for for some Celtic supporters. Uh, look, John Kennedy, I don't know him personally, but by all accounts, he's a he's a wonderful coach, um, who who is destined to be a a head coach and manager. It's just when is the right time. He's a wonderful human being. Is yeah. that not what they say about Brendan? Yeah, was that, was yeah well, I, don't, some, I don't know yeah. him personally. No, that's a line yeah. that I think that somebody who was. Uh, doing yeah. an impression of Brendan he's a wonderful human being yeah. so yeah. a few of the Celtic fans would recognise that and other fans as well yep it's going to be some season coming up and we're going to be here right throughout the season look out for all the news coming the news on Monday night is it's going to be Ferguson and Lennon Barry Ferguson joined here in the studio from 5 till 7 with Neil Lennon and you can get your questions in in advance come on and speak to Neil Lennon and Barry Ferguson it's going to be feisty but they're going to be together in the same station and the same team for the first time that's going to be on Monday evening Craig Moore is here tonight this time tomorrow it's going to be Mark Guidi who joins us from a beach no doubt somewhere somewhere sunny lucky Mark Trun that's sunny at the moment (laughs) quick break and then we're back the Go Radio Football Show, keeping you up to date as the build-up to the new season begins. Let's go! When you think 48 hours ago, the weather here in the south side of Glasgow became, well, it's OK at this point, an hour later, torrential. Craig Moore got caught up in it. Reagan earlier on as well. 50,000 Scottish fans. Well, they were mainly inside the stadium and then it affected the game. Craig, have you ever seen anything like that night when it looked as though the game was probably going to be called off? Thank goodness it wasn't. 2-0 yes. Scotland? Uh, I'm going to say I have, Paul. Does that surprise you? Yeah, good. Well, we played played in Monsoon, Australia against Japan. Right, yeah. 
game game went on. I had a couple of games like that in, in a final stage in Australia where we come off for 20 minutes, but the, the drainage and the pitch was was sorted. I've never seen it last the amount of time that, that, it, that it did, uh, which was incredible. Um, so... It, it was fair play to everybody involved to, to get that game to, to go ahead and to be fair with the early goal from Scotland. Yeah, six minutes. Desperate, desperate for the game to, to be able to be played because you're in a great position for the, mm. the, the, the three points and the perfect start, which is sure. exactly what they've had. I think nobody realised how bad it was until the game started. You don't, you don't see the conditions. Let's hear from Steve Clark afterwards and he spoke about, well, that incredible night. But for the birth of my three children, I think the longest, <laughs> the longest day of my life. <laughs> Nah, there was moments where it was quite surreal. The worst one was, I think, after the first stoppage, everyone was getting ready, warming up inside. You go out warm up, lads, you're going to start again in 15 minutes. And the two teams got in the tunnel and it was absolutely tipping it down again. <laughs> and that was that was when you start thinking, maybe maybe we don't start. So, look, we dealt with it mentally, I think. The, the players were great, in and out. In and out, in and out, warm up, wait, warm up, wait. But I have to mention the fans. Fans were magnificent. It would be easy for them to get a little bit down, a little bit uh, a little bit thinking about going home because the game could have been called off. They stayed every time we went to the pitch. They got behind us, they cheered, they lifted the lads. So all the volunteers that got the, the brushes and the brooms and everything to get the water off the pitch, you got to say thank you to because eventually we've, we've come out with a, another massive three points and 12 points to win. To win the group is, is, is a fantastic start. 12 points to lead the group, I should have said, because we haven't won it yet. Of course, slip of the tongue, but easily done. Craig, I'm not going to ask that old question about can we throw it away, no. but surely the game with Cyprus, huge game, early September, yep. away from home. Yeah, but the, the, there's such confidence now in this uh, Scotland squad, and, and more importantly, there's, um, there's great depth, uh, and I think that that's key. Uh, but for me, it's just the the hunger and the desire. You look at the conditions the other night, right? But you look at the first goal, right? McGregor just wants it more, right? Mm -hmm. He's quicker to the ball, scores a goal. Second goal, start of the second half when you need to start well. The, you know, the attack and action from uh, Scotland down the wide uh, left-hand side. McTominay wanting to run off of, of his midfielder takes a wonderful touch uh, and, and a great finish. That hunger, desire on the back of real confidence. Um, has Scotland playing really good football? Really good football, Paul. Yeah. You know, and you can you can see there's not a swagger. It's not arrogance, um, but there's a real confidence and belief. And I expect them, even in September, to be able to go and do a job against Cyprus. Stephen McGinn last night here said it's a bit like a club football team now, isn't it? Do you see that the way they they knit together? And I yeah. think off the pitch mm -hmm. they do. Yeah, I think I think that's something that that, that Steve Clark has, has has brought to this squad mm. over time. Um, look, it's like anything. There's been great days. Um, there's been tough days, but I think one thing that he's always had was that culture within that um, that 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 dressing room. Any player that comes in and out, um, you know, seems to, I guess, settle and settle immediately. He's big on stability because a team doesn't change a great deal, but when you get that opportunity, um, can you grab it? So you look at gun in goals. Yeah. Um, you know, not too many players have been given the opportunity to to break into his starting eleven. But when, when you do and you take that opportunity, he shows that, you know what, he'll back you. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is very much like a club side. Boys, I'm sure, are desperate to, to come and meet. Um, nights out, I don't know what their nights out are like, Paul, whether they compete with what we used to get up to. I think we day. all know they don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but just team yeah. spirit. Team spirit yeah. gets you so, it gets you so much more. Mm. You know, those tight games... Um, where, where you know you just need a little bit more, and when you've got a group that that, that hurt 
and, and they really enjoy their time with one another, what you can achieve can be quite amazing. How big a factor was that for the teams that you played in Rangers, especially Ma second time? Massively, massively. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, we knew obviously we had some star talent, some great players, but not every player can 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 swagger about like they're the star. You yeah. still you still need majority of the players that are willing to they're willing to to roll the sleeves up, Paul, to do all the hard work, um, and to to appreciate that the star players are a little bit different. How was Ronald De Boer? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was definitely a star. Yeah, indeed, and, yeah. and certainly in his own oh. mind. <laughs> uh, no, nah, Ronnie was brilliant. Yeah. Ronnie was yeah, brilliant. Sure. Uh, you know what, Paul? I played against him um, in, in, a, in as a young lad when he was at Ajax. Mm -hmm. Uh, when he played at Rangers, he was still incredible, uh, amazing, and and he was nowhere near wh wh what he was mm. in terms of his time at Ajax. His knee was wasn't great at the time, but right. he was still incredible. It was an amazing team that you had, but the team spirit you can see with Scotland is massive. Here's a bit more from Stevie Clark. We knew looking at the campaign, the, the way the fixtures had panned out for us, three home games and a, a tough trip to Norway. So we were looking at that. And saying let's get as many points as we can so that we're in contention going into the second half which is three difficult away games and a, a tough home game against Norway so we knew we had to get a good points tally I don't think anyone would, would, have, would have said 12 but we'll take it eh? We haven't even mentioned last Saturday night it was special the sunshine searing heat of Oslo that's something you don't often hear oh. what about that performance and the resilience to come back with what five minutes to go a goal yeah. down uh, It was incredible uh, yeah. wasn't it because Scotland they, look I wouldn't say that Norway were were, were much better, even nope. though they were in that position of of, of being a goal up. Uh, was it a penalty? Was it a little bit yeah. harsh? What did you uh, think? Well, uh, we would say a bit harsh, yeah, but yeah, a little bit harsh. You but, 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 I think, but I think also Scotland earlier on in the, the game, I think it was maybe a handball. There was something that I think was, was in favour for Scotland. But you hung in the game, yeah. um, and, and therefore when you, when the equaliser comes, and again you talk about desperation, uh, desire, hunger, Dykes. He comes out of nowhere and and shows commitment and still at that stage of the game. And then you talk about a game swinging and how quickly it could swing. McLean's finish, but again, come through picking up good areas. Dykes has a wonderful set, wonderful set for McLean to to finish first class with his, his less favourable foot and a, a perfect way for Scotland to finish. The mentality, they never give up. The manager gave us an insight into his feelings about his players. Says we're good. Says the... They want to keep improving. Uh, I spoke after they qualified for Euro 2020 that the group would improve for the tournament experience. They did. Last June was disappointing. Two big games that, that we didn't play our best in. We've all gone away. Credit to my coaching staff, the, the medical staff, the sports science people. We, we tweaked a little bit the, the preparation for this one. And it seems to work because we've managed to pick up two valuable wins in, in June, which we can add to two valuable wins in, in March. So we start with four, and now we have to. Everyone has to go away now, enjoy the summer, relax, uh, get the pre-season in, and come September, I'll be saying, let's make it five guys. Yeah, again, I, he's he's just far better positioned now with the squad that he has, right? Not that for me there was ever a debate. McTominay, midfielder, as a centre back, yeah. clearly he's a midfielder. Yeah. It's what he plays week in week out, and, and and he's excelled recently for Scotland. But that's because Stephen Clark now has the depth. Right, so you know he's got you got yeah. there. You got Porteous, Hendry, and uh, Tierney that played three there. You got Cooper on the bench. You you got Suter there. You've got Hanlon. There's huge depth now, um, and for me there was never a debate, Paul. But just seeing the the, the benefit of again McTominay doing what 
probably doesn't in, in, uh, get to do that much also at Manchester United. And he doesn't. He does the, you know, has to do the hard work, the, the hard dirty work. side of it. Yeah, yeah but, not dirty, but, you know, the thankless tasks. Screening yeah. the back four, um, you know, yeah. stopping the, 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 the opponent. Whereas yeah. here with Scotland, he's now getting the licence to get forward. And you look at him physically and... He's got a great engine on him. Oh, no. Nah. So, fair play to Clark because he's had to make tough decisions. Of course, yeah. Who would be a football manager? In times like this, though, it must be one of the best jobs. A little bit more insight about his current group of players. Oh, they're pretty decent when they went on a nine-game unbeaten run to qualify for the Euro 2020. It's, it's an evolution. Uh, I, I don't... I don't... I've said it before. I'm probably different to all you guys because I don't think about things like that. I just think about what we can do to be better, what we can do to get more points. That's all I want to do. I want to help the I want to help the players to be as good as they can be, and if they do that and they qualify for tournaments, then I might even smile. Yeah, for an Irishman, no, he's given us a few smiles, hasn't he? He's got a bit of a sense of humour that we didn't see maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you, you've got to present a certain way to the media, keep your cards close to your chest, but he's certainly got a personality. There's, there's no doubt about that. But boy, I tell you, it just. See, see for Scottish football now in terms of the national team, in terms of, as he's touched on, the back of successes and continually growing. It's putting everybody in a wonderful position. Yeah. Right? Back to, I remember the early days where you're seeing a lot of Scottish players playing at top clubs, more so down south, yeah. you know, Scottish coaches as well. Like the, the, What they're doing, the spin-off from this is going to be enormous. It really is, and it's going to benefit Scottish football a great deal. Well, I'll just concentrate on the next game. I think we've done great to get 12 points for the first four games. I don't think there's anyone in this room that would have said we'll, we'll go into the summer camp with 12. We've got 12, so that's magnificent. But we know we still need a, we need a few more points. We don't know what we need. So we focus on the next game and we try to win. And we'll rinse it for the final time when he's give us his message to the players after that night. Thank you. Thanked them for their efforts. Thanked them for 12 points. Told them to enjoy themselves and see you in September. Yep, we'll come back to it soon, but thanks to everyone who's been on. Loads of people on that night. The fans, I've never, it's a long time since I've seen fans play such a role. They were brilliant. Yeah, and, and what about this, Paul, just looking yep. at the game. So go and get a result away to Cyprus. Yep. And then you've got a home-friendly match against the old enemy. England. England. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I know. <laughs> what about, oh, what about the stadium for that one? Yeah, indeed. And we've got, rocking. Yep, we've got France friendly as well, away from home. Um, and then Spain on the 12th Correct. of October. So, Great schedule of games. Yeah, and then Norway coming to town as well. And because, Who's Haaland? Yeah, Haaland, exactly. Who's Haaland? Yeah. What a player. Just a few minutes remaining. Paul Cooney with Craig Moore. Craig, uh, looking then the headlines today from your old club looking at Rangers. Mm -hmm. Antonio Cholak's been mentioned for Werder Bremen. You played in Germany. It's a big club. Yeah, no. I mean, when I was there, they were a huge club. Um, we're, we're up at the pointy end, top three or four, mm -hmm. Werder Bremen. Uh, and Miroslav Klose, remember Miroslav Klose? Yeah. He played at Werder Bremen right. forever. But yeah, yeah. look, Cholak, I, wonderful, wonderful professional. If that happens, then you couldn't be disappointed for him. The Nigerian striker, Cyril Desers, yeah. don't rule him out. No. You never know. I think it's about seven million already. It's, it's a, a lot. lot of money, isn't it? It's but Michael Beale was told, biggest ever transfer pot. We know that Brendan Rodgers will have, I would imagine, yeah. biggest ever Celtic mm -hmm. transfer pot as well. Um, and elsewhere at Rangers, uh, Raskin is saying yeah, he thinks that win over Celtic was a good vibes for the new season. And the Belgian, Zeb Jacobs, formerly of Royal Antwerp, is the new academy director. At Celtic, well, Brendan Rogers era, first signing under him is, well, we told you at the start of the programme, Odin Holm, Odin Thiago Holm. 
a five-year deal. So it's a project. Right, Brendan Rogers, what would you be asking him tomorrow night, Craig? Because this will be, you know, he'll he will address, I would imagine, the question of why he left or whatever. Because you'd want to kind of put that to bed, answer it, and get on with it. Do you think that will be one of the first questions? I think people are going to ask maybe um, how do you improve this Celtic squad mm. uh, to what we've we've already seen um, on the back of the huge success, and and second question would probably be will the the playing style that is currently in place be something that you'll continue or you look to change things? Can he do as well as Ange did? I, I hope not. Of course, yeah. That's your... <laughs> no, but he's, yeah, he's elite. Course. He's top. Yeah. He's top. So, look, it's going to be... Rangers are going to be... Have, they have to be at their absolute best all season to, to have a chance to go and win the title. Rangers still... How many more players would you say, roughly? Two or three. Two or three. Two or three. Three I, more I, I, than two. I've really, yeah. in, I really enjoyed the way that Rangers have went about their, mm -hmm. their off-season. Um, as Michael Bill promised, he wanted to do business and wanted to do it early. Majority of it seems to be done. Uh, but I still think potentially two or three players uh, can come into the building, and I think that they're going to be a lot, a lot stronger for for this season. But again, uh, Celtic were a lot stronger. Let's be honest. Yep. So so yep. there's there's a bit to do. Looking forward to it. And a couple might go as well. Glenn Kamara perhaps might be on the way. I think, Hadji, I think yeah. yeah, to get some money in. It's uh, it's the model, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And for Celtic, it's going to be fascinating this fascinating this time tomorrow night. We'll have heard from Brendan Rodgers at four o'clock. It's going to be some season. And then don't forget Monday night, Barry Ferguson Can't and wait. Neil Lennon in a team for the first time here on the Go Radio Football Show. Craig, brilliant. Enjoy the rest of the week. We'll see you and hear you next week. Fantastic. We'll Cheers, and you're off to Norway this weekend as well. Yes, yep. Viking v Bran. So that's the game I'm watching. It's a player that I that I represent. So I'm looking forward to that. I'd like to see other games in other leagues. And on that bombshell, I'll say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Kelly, I know nada about that one. Uh, that's us terminado. <laughs> We're back tomorrow at five with Mark Guidi. Zoe is up next after the news. The Go Radio Football Show, keeping you up to date as the build-up to the new season begins. Let's go!